Welcome to the Foreign Wife Happy Life Podcast, episode 19. Hello and welcome back to the Foreign Wife Happy Life Podcast. I hope you guys enjoyed the series we just finished up on Ukraine and Ukrainian culture. If you happen to miss that, we just did a four-part episode series on Ukraine and the dating culture there. You can find all that at foreignwifehappylife.com slash podcast. But today we're switching gears a little bit. Today we have back on the show Bob V, who is a regular contributor at the foreignwifehappylife.com slash blog. And he's been on the podcast once before. And he's also more known for his YouTube channel called Love Beyond the Sea, where he gives information and resources for men who are interested in looking for a wife in the Philippines. Bob himself is an American man married to a Filipina. And today he talks about his journey from hopelessness and feeling like finding a wife would be an impossibility to being happily married. No doubt if you're on the internet, you've probably come across terms like red pill, blue pill, or even black pill. These usually represent philosophies and worldviews that men take on society, civilization, and more specifically, gender relations. And to be honest, if you're a marriage-minded man, or at least a man interested in a loving, long-term relationship with a woman, these philosophies can leave a lot to be desired. Today, Bob shares his alternative to all of these pills and viewpoints, what he calls the brown pill. While I'm not going to get into it too much here on the intro, I will give you a hint that it has a lot to do with international dating, and it's a very hopeful, marriage-oriented, family-oriented outlook on life. So if you're new at all to international dating or you're on the fence or maybe you just feel discouraged in your search to find the right partner, I think this episode will speak to you. Let's check it out. Hello, Bob. Thanks again for coming on the podcast. It's good to have you. Yeah, thanks, JD. And uh, I always appreciate doing something like this. For maybe listeners who aren't familiar with you, could you maybe talk a little bit about yourself and uh, your YouTube channel, some of the articles that you write on Foreign Wife Happy Life, and also your experience with international dating? All right. Uh, well, Love Beyond the Sea is a YouTube channel that focuses on the relationship between foreigners and Filipinas. They are women from the Philippines. It runs the gamut from deciding if a Filipina should be pursued for marriage all the way to wanting to take care of her after you're gone. We talk about online dating a lot, cultural differences, that's important, how to have a harmonious relationship with the Filipina, the visa process, and um, what I have learned since being married to my Filipino wife for almost four years. Now, all of that, you know, a lot of people can say they've done the same thing, so it's not really noteworthy. But I had been looking for a wife for, uh, I hate to admit this, 30 years. 30 years. Maybe you can edit that out um, because nobody will believe it. Uh, but had reached the point of despair thinking, how in the world is this ever going to happen? One day I realized that I was asking the wrong question. I should have been asking where in the world 
is this going to happen? And that turned out to be the Philippines. Philippines is a place I couldn't have found on a map and had no idea how far away it even was. I just knew that I was running out of time to find a wife. I needed a wife. I believed having a wife was a good thing. And I had heard good things about Filipinos as wives, and I was ready to go out of my comfort zone. It was absolutely necessary, actually. And I joined the dating site Christian Filipina March 13th of 2015, winked at a woman from Davao City on March 17th. She accepted my online proposal 18 days into our relationship. We were married on just day 54. So it took less than eight weeks of meeting her to marry her. And I had been looking previously for 30 years. And people can see us together in America here on Love Beyond the Sea. And I appreciate that you've allowed me to contribute some articles to Foreign Wife Happy Life because, you know, Bill, I realized that this, this is what other people need to do too. Or I don't want people to end up being alone for 30 years. That was awful. So any way I can help spread the word about international relationships, you know, I'm game for that. Now, another good thing about all of this was my wife, you know, is 27 years younger than me. And by this time in my life, back in 2015, I was 53 years old, looking for a younger woman to help make up for lost time, to be honest with you. And in fact, on my channel, I have a playlist devoted to the topic of having a younger wife. I know today we're going to be talking about a lot of pill terminology and, um, I've been online in kind of the blogosphere myself, so I'm a little bit familiar with, you know, what guys call the red pill and the, the blue pill, the black pill, and so on. But uh, for, for our listeners who may not have heard of these and may not know what we're talking about, could you kind of break, in your opinion, what each of those represent when people talk about them online? I'll I'll try, uh, JD. By the way, my my wife thinks I take too many pills, but but those are different kind of pills, and uh, these pills, red pill, for example, um, from what I've gathered on the internet, uh, these are kind of like um, attitudes. Red pill people believe they know the truth about things. You know that the typical world most people live in is a lie, and the truth. A lot of the red pill uh, terminology has to do with uh, women and relationships, but they, they believe the truth is that women hold all the power. Women control the world. Women call all the shots. Women make all the rules simply by manipulating men through sex. Now, I've, I don't know how I got in, um, involved with uh, following MGTOW videos, but you hear a lot of red pill terminology there. Um, it's been described as a life of harsh knowledge, desperate freedom, and the brutal truths of reality. So on one hand, it seems like a good thing. The other hand, it, it doesn't really seem to be. Uh, red pill types believe they have found the truth and thus how things actually work in the world. And because of that, they're now able to better navigate through life and get back at the system. Um, but there's the other side of, of that, that uh, living in awareness will inform you of all the suffering in the world. You will know reality for what it truly is. Because of that, that may trigger worry and fear. A red pillar will experience discomfort, anxiety, because they're mindful of the limitations that exist. Um, however, they will also have the awareness to take appropriate action when necessary to minimize potential harm. So I guess they would consider themselves, you know, a realist. Uh, for better or worse, you know, not an optimist, 
Um, that might be more in line with the blue pill. The blue pill has been described as a life of luxurious security, tranquil happiness, and the blissful ignorance of illusion. Well, that doesn't sound so realistic either. To me, the blue pill means that you stay in the matrix of conventional opinion and delusion. You stay comfortable and warm, and you are no longer concerning yourself with the bigger picture or the long-term future, because that has all been taken care of for you. The blue pill represents a kind of infantilism. Um, you know, meaning that you, uh, you're an adult, but you have uh, the thinking of a child as you go through life. Others might describe it as, you know, wearing rose-colored glasses. So um, living in ignorance may protect you from much of the ugliness of the world that the red pillars um, acknowledge that they can see, but you won't have to know reality uh, for what it truly is. You can avoid experiencing the worry and anxiety that red pillars do. And uh, in essence, you would be fearless because you don't know any better. However, this also means that you wouldn't be aware of all the potential dangers that may harm you. So you often hear about blue pill and black pill and, and or excuse me, blue pill and red pill. I didn't realize there was something called the black pill, um, which is really um, a bad thing. Uh, it's kind of like the red pill gone gone bad or maybe carried to its you know logical conclusion i don't know but the black pill is the most extreme reactionary ideology of the most extreme corners of the incel community incel meaning involuntarily involuntarily celibate now some of the things that would describe somebody who's taking the black pill uh, these men will always and forever be subordinate to women that's what they think because men have a biological drive to have sex that can never be changed, and women will always use the sex drive to manipulate them. So they always feel like they're going to be manipulated. The only thing that matters, has ever mattered, or ever will matter to women, they believe, is looks and status, because women are biologically hard-driven to mate only with men of looks and status due to their evolutionary programming. They believe personality does not matter to women when they make choices about you know, who to have sex with. And because all things come from biological determination, they are as fixed and immutable as the law of gravity. So this is a very negative view on life, uh, where they believe life can be meaningless. It's a very skeptical way to go through life. Uh, they believe women are a menace and the enemy of a certain class of men, which is basically the ones they refuse to sleep with. And these black pillars treat women um, disrespectfully. Uh, you know, they hold challenges to see how long they can avoid speaking to women, spend a great deal of time discussing how women are evil. So uh, these men have, um, well, it's like a self-fulfilling prophecy. If you really go through life believing these things, then I would say there's absolutely no way you're going to ever have somebody to share your life with. You know, they believe that um, a woman's sexual attractions are subtle factors of looks related to certain genetic components. And um, these factors absolutely determine a man's success with any and all women. So they must believe that all women are a certain way. And that um, lastly here, a woman who enters uh, a relationship with any man who doesn't have these traits is doing so 
for other reasons. The black pill to me sounds more like throwing in the towel. Um, with black pill types, there's just there's just no point even trying anymore. Um, as far as you know, are there good points and bad points about these things? Well, you know, the red pills believe that people who take the red pills believe they've got the truth. It may be an ugly truth, you know, a brutal truth, but but they have the truth. However, um, well, you know, that can cause a lot of worry, fear, discomfort, anxiety. And they see the people uh, that are taking the blue pill as being ignorant, uh, blissfully ignorant. Uh, they don't have to worry. They don't have to have anxiety because they just don't know any better. Uh, because of that, the blue pillars are not aware of potential dangers. Black pill, probably no, no pros at all. It sounds more like a suicide pill to me. You know, it's very negative, catastrophic view of life to the point of not even caring anymore. And but you know, it doesn't end there. There, there is something better than that. That's that's what I wanted to talk about today. For our listeners, these pill philosophies that we're talking about, it's my understanding that they specifically relate to the philosophies surrounding how men and women interact. Is that is that true? Well, it will depending on which pill you swallowed and um you know uh, a red pillar is going to go very very cautiously um through relationships if they even if they even bother a blue pillar perhaps could even be in a relationship um or not a black pillar <clears throat> has just given up but you know i don't see this come up a lot regarding international dating conversations that i've seen on the internet i'm aware of it it's kind of fascinating, kind of interesting. So, you know, I kind of keep my eye on it. But international dating relationships, no, because I don't know, maybe the people that take those pills aren't involved in relationships and, you know, they're just on the outside looking in. But I do think it does, you know, play a role. Possibly blue pillars are happy with the way things are going in their life, may not even think there is a reason to do something as ambitious as seeking a wife overseas. They may be like myself who, you know, was alone for 30 years thinking that I can find someone to start a good relationship with. Surely I can do that. They might have a rosy view on the availability of prospects and just keep plugging away the only way they know how, and that is in their own familiar country. Someone could say that I was ignorant of how challenging it was to find a good wife. <clears throat> I honestly thought you know, it, years ago, that it wouldn't be difficult at all. So it's possible that someone who has taken the blue pill or has a blue pill outlook on life will simply resign himself to remaining single, thinking as given it his best shot. He may not be aware that love can be found overseas. Now, here's where potentially a red pillar, you know, might have a theoretical advantage because they are ahead of the game a little bit. They know the difficulties, the obstacles, how things are in life, so that they can potentially seek another option. And um, I'm going to talk about one later. The problem is their view is rather negative and can take the view that all women are the same. So they may also give up on believing they can find a good relationship. They may spend a lot of time bemoaning and complaining about how things are and not really doing anything about it. And, and I know it is... It is hard these days. It is possible someone who's taken the red pill or has a red pill outlook on life will simply resign himself to being single and alone, figuring all women 
are the same, more or less, and it wouldn't be worth the expense or time to invest himself into an international relationship. They might even be more likely to assume that if they did, that they would be scammed or taken advantage of in some way. There is a danger of being too cautious and never getting around to pursuing a woman at all. Now, a man who has taken the black pill view of relationships with women has sealed his own fate. He's dug his own grave, so to speak. This person cannot be convinced to give a long-distance relationship with a woman in, in another country a chance. They might be so jaded that they wouldn't make a good husband anyway. Now, I know that in response to these pill philosophies, you offer a different alternative, which has to do with international dating. And uh, you've kind of coined it the brown pill. Could you explain what the brown pill is and this alternative that you're proposing to guys? Yeah, but let me give you just a just a brief uh, perspective. You know, I had likely begun my search for a wife with a blue pill outlook, thinking all I had to do was show up. You know, I was a young single guy in my mid-20s, just show up. There's going to be a lot of women out there. Uh, no, I would just find her somewhere, somehow. But, you know, probably five years in or so, I realized it wasn't working like I thought it was. And I, I started to get a bad attitude. I was angry. I became negative, got depressed more and more as the years and decades passed. I had developed a red pill attitude and because I realized how difficult things were and uh, maybe even impossible. I hate to admit it, but I can see that I probably adopted some black pill tendencies too after being alone for so long. I didn't give up and I was married May 10th, 2015. And what changed? Well, the change was I accepted the realities of where I stood, but instead of sinking into the grave of black pill thinking, I took what I call the brown pill, the brown pill. And here are three ways to help clarify the meaning of the brown pill. Number one, the brown pill is essentially deciding to not give up and to look for a wife in a foreign land on foreign soil, brown being an allusion to the color of earth and denotes that a man is willing to look for someone in another country, another part of the earth. The man who has taken the brown pill decides to break new ground, doing something completely different than he has ever done before, which is international dating. Another way to uh, see the brown pill, the color brown is also a neutral color. The brown pill, as I define it, is a neutral, more logical perspective or mindset than the blue, red, and black pill philosophies. Those are an extreme way of looking at things. The brown pill is a neutral solution as it is neither burying one's head in the sand, being ignorant of the challenges facing people trying to get married today, or going to the extremes of the red and black pill perspective which I think is counterproductive to actually finding a real relationship. The brown pill is level-headed, still open to success. It isn't panicking. It isn't de de uh, denigrating women. It still believes that love is worth looking for. And also, and this doesn't always apply to everybody, but the color brown is typically associated with the seasons of fall and winter. And this is significant because by the time a man thinks he has exhausted his options where he lives, his own land, he tends to be a little bit advanced in years. He's in the fall and winter of his life, so to speak. He has lived most of his life, but he's not content to be alone. He wants his life to end well. He doesn't want to, you know, die alone. He knows he's getting older, making it even more important to find love. Now, in my case, I obviously believe the Philippines is a good place 
for a man who has taken the brown pill to find a wife. Um, you can condense it into this. The brown pill is believing a wife can be found in a foreign country, avoiding the extremes of these other pills. It is often entered into in the latter half of a man's life. However, there's good news. A young man, I believe, can take the brown pill too. In fact, on my channel, I have a video called, Can a Young Man Find Love in the Philippines? And I try to explain reasons why it doesn't have to be a so-called older man's game. I'm appalled by seeing that young men, I don't know if you've noticed this, guys even in their 20s say they're going MGTOW. 20s, what a, what a waste. I think they're throwing away um, so much of their life. They're listening to the wrong people. They've been poisoned by older men's experiences, and they think taking a red or black pill is cool and a good thing to do. Before they get carried away, they need a chill pill, and I'll call that a brown pill. If things are as bad as some people say in the West, why not take the brown pill before deciding that you'll be single the rest of your life? You know, I even am going to release a video here called um, Make a Filipina Your First Choice to Marry. You know, maybe uh, a foreign woman, doesn't have to be a Filipina, but, you know, if things are so bad, maybe we should save ourselves some time and learn about women from a foreign country and, um, and invest, you know, our youth into that so we can, can be married you know, for a longer period of time. But that's that's the way I see the brown pill. Now, being that you're someone who has kind of personally walked through these different philosophies at, at different stages of your life, what, what was it that opened you to the brown pill and dating overseas? And also, what was it that convinced you of taking that leap and trying to do it? Well, um, <clears throat> Back, you know, like I said, I, I met my wife in March of 2015. By January, I still hadn't thought about the Philippines. Um, I reached the point um, in, of despair, I guess, that that the one day I was talking to my pastor, because I'd known him for a couple of years, and he knew I was serious about finding, wanting to find a wife, and he actually tried to help me. And uh, so I knew that because he was trying to help me, I felt like I couldn't let him down. Because for the first time in my life, I had somebody that was actually trying to offer support that wasn't trying to convince me being alone was such a great thing that uh, I should just be content. I have a bad attitude because I'm I'm not accepting things the way they are. And I, I told him I can't accept this. I said, I said, you know, to my pastor, Pastor Scott, this is not this isn't living. This just isn't living. Something's missing. Something's wrong. And he told me, well, you know. Basically, once you get done licking your wounds, you know, of a situation I was in, you know, I've got another idea. You may not, you know, agree with it or want to do it, but at least something to think about. So after a few weeks, I kind of pulled myself together and said, okay, Pastor Scott, what do you got in mind? He said, well, I'm going to send you an article I read. Um, I don't know if he came across it by accident or he was actually looking to, to help me in some way um, online, but he sent me an article about a man who found a wife, I think he was in his 50s probably, found a wife in the Philippines. And um, he said, well, you know, your situation isn't exactly the same as this this man's, but go ahead and take a look at it and, you know, and uh, just see what happens. And the, the significant thing about this was I had actually seen it myself not too terribly long ago, and I gave it no thought because I had not, you know, extended my boundaries beyond my city pretty much not to mention my state or country. 
but I was ready to try anything, J.D. I read the article, probably read it a couple times, and I thought, boy, that's outrageous. But, you know, what do I, what do I have to lose? What's the goal here? The goal here is to find a wife and a good one. So um, I, I put in, a, I just started looking for, I, I said, uh, since I'm a Christian, I, I put in Christian Filipina dating sites uh, in the search bar, uh, came up with one that I think it was called Christian, it's called, uh, uh, I don't know, Filipino Heart or something. I think that's not Filipina Cupid. Uh, but then I found Christian Filipina and I thought, well, you know, give that a try. Looked at it and I thought, well, you know, I suppose, you know, I didn't know what I was in for, but it was my pastor who suggested it. And um, I signed up one day to go look for free. I was talking to the nice people there. And um, and so I thought, okay, I think I might do this. And then in talking to them, I discovered that I was not able to just fly down there um, and marry somebody and come back. I had to go through this immigration process, which again, I hadn't thought of because I had not thought about doing something like this. And that almost ended it right there. In fact, I remember kind of repeating myself four or five times saying, you've got to be kidding me. You got to be kidding me. You telling me I could find a woman out there. You, you think I can find somebody? Okay. But if I do, I got to wait another year possibly to be with. I said, I don't know. I said, honestly, I'm kind of taken aback by, the, aback by this. I got to sleep on it. I don't really like that thought. I've waited long enough. You see, I was at the point where I was so close to just giving up that the thought of finding somebody and then waiting another year was almost like the straw that would break the camel's back. I said, I cannot, I'm so wounded right now. I don't think I can handle that. And then I thought, well, I'm 53 years old. If I could manage to find somebody and wait a year, like they told me, well, then, then you'll be with this person for the rest of your life. And so I thought, you know, what do I got to lose? So I signed up, I did the unlimited plan thinking it would take me a long time because, you know, dating sites in America, I just don't think have a lot of action on them, at least serious action. And in five days, I met my wife and we we're engaged three weeks later. And, you know, I don't feel like I wasted the money at all. I didn't know it was going to be that easy, but I took the brown pill and my perspective changed, you know, very, very quickly. Now I don't take any pills except pain pills, you know, and, and, and I'm happily married. Now, I know guys who might be hearing about international dating for the first time, uh, they're going to have some common fears or objections or worries when they're introduced to the idea, just like you did. And yeah. um, in your opinion, in your experience, especially with your channel, and I know you talk with guys on the topic, what are some of those common fears or objections and um, what would be your advice about them? Well, a common fear is that the woman from another country wants you for ulterior motives. In other words, she's not so much into you. Uh, she's into your, your, your money, your bank account, getting a green card, uh, escaping the country she's in, which, you know, could be a poor country. And um, they feel like they, they want a, a woman who, well, I guess doesn't have those strings attached. And that's something I, I talk a lot about in my channel because, you know, you, you do have to consider the cultural differences because, you know, things are different, you know, the woman 
you know, across the street is not going to be in the same shoes as a woman in another country. Um, and, and a lot of these women, they, they do want financial security. But what I tell myself is what woman doesn't want financial security? And the good thing about um, many foreign women is they just want a measure of financial security, uh, unlike maybe women in the West who uh, maybe need about 10 measures of, of financial security. And um, they're looking for more where a Filipina, for example, if she wants a better life, you know, she doesn't have to marry a millionaire. She just wants a better life. All women are going, most women are not going to marry down. They're not going to want to marry someone and be in a, a lesser financial situation. That's just a reality of life. I don't consider it good or bad. Um, it's just reality. So if a woman feel, if the woman if you, you believe that, well, part of this deal is a woman wants me to have a better life, I would be happy about that. It gives me personally great pleasure to, to do anything I can to give my wife, Isa, a better life. You know, I told her I want to make your dreams come true. Um, I don't feel used. I don't feel slighted. I don't feel like our marriage is less than somebody else's. I'm married. I'm very happy. I'm very satisfied and content about the way we're building our future in our relationship. And, um, you know, and my wife doesn't go around making a big deal of it. You know, well, hey, I need someone to give me a better life. You know, she never asked me what I had in the bank before, you know, we got married and she didn't ask for money. So those type of women are out there. Um, but that's a pitfall that, you know, they don't really want me. They just they just want the money. But look, what woman wants to go thousands of miles and live in another country with some guy she doesn't like? You know, she's going to find somebody that she likes, that she thinks is a decent man. So, you know, if you're a decent man, you should be happy to know that, you know, a woman out there would, would be interested in you. Um, as far as the scamming, you have a really good series on your channel about scam school and and that's good because a, a guy should go into it with as much advice as much knowledge as he as he can and being scammed is very important and you know money or things that cost money like phones um i don't know repairs for stuff hospital bills there's lots of ways that a woman can say you know they they want your money but you know i think there's so many choices out there in the world if this happens to a man all he has to do is just move on and find somebody that you know has the uh the integrity and character uh to not want to be seen as somebody that's groping for somebody's money uh they want you to see them because they're they're a good person a good woman they can make you a good wife and um you know so not giving somebody money takes care of a lot of problems and i'll tell you what the amounts of money that can be given to a woman overseas or even a man overseas can reach hundreds of thousands of dollars i was watching dr phil one day and he's got these uh women who are scammed by by men and the money the life savings people want love so bad that they can i guess be blinded to the reality that the other person only wants them for their money so one way to uh, stay clear of that is if money is asked for before you've actually met them or you committed to them, you know, probably just a bad sign. Don't get started because once you give some money, 
it's going to feel good. And, and it's going to feel better to give some more money next time. And then you're kind of hooked. So uh, being scammed is a, is a problem. Um, really, it, it comes down to insincere, insincerity in the part of the, the foreign woman about her motives for marrying you. And, you know, um, I don't know. I just think it's unrealistic to, to think that, you know, especially if you want a younger woman, you know, I think guys get way too picky. And, and um, you know, we say here that the women want too much. You know, they've got a long list. Nobody can satisfy them. Sometimes with international relationships, I think the guy needs to be, you know, mindful of where he is in life and what he can get and be very grateful for that and um, not being worried so much about, you know, the reasons for doing it. She wants love. She wants a relationship. You need you need that. And she wants somebody that can give her some financial security. Well, if a guy can't do that, then he he may not be able to be successful with that. Um, but in the, which is why I think younger guys have a big advantage. They can earn more and more income, whereas an older guy, you know, is, uh, is maybe on a fixed income. I mean, there's there's advantages, you know, for both younger men and, and older men. But you know what they're scared of? It's different. They're so far away. Are we ever going to? know each other well enough because we're separated by six, 7,000 miles. Um, do we have enough in common? Obviously, in my case, I knew enough about my wife that I thought we could start building our relationship. And, and that's just basically from the foundation. You know, I wanted a Christian. She was a Christian. I said, that's good enough. I'll, I'll, she seems trustworthy. I'll trust her and, and we'll get married. I didn't want to know everything. Um, I'm never going to know everything about her. You only know what the woman tells you, right? You can't know any more than that. And she has the right to withhold whatever she wants to. Um, some of these things are going to come out in time. And that's just the way it is. I know more about my wife now. Four years later, she knows a lot more about me. And uh, we decided we'd make a commitment. And when, when we do, not if, when we learn about things about each other that we don't like, you know, then uh, we have to go from there and we have to make adjustments and changes and learn how what we do affects the other person because we want it to last. And so I wasn't afraid of not knowing them. Some guys are so paralyzed. They got to know everything. They take three, four, five years to get to know them. Well, you still don't know them. You don't. You, know, you want to know how to know somebody? Live with them. Get married. You know, pull out that safety net and say, okay, here you go. Work it out then you'll get to know each other. So that didn't bother me at all. And because uh, I'm not set in my ways. I, I know I have a long ways to go and, and having a good wife is one way to make me a better man because it'll force me to make changes that I didn't have to change for all those 30 years I was alone. And it's been a, a hard time in some ways, but it always is. But the reward is you have a person you know, you're knowing more and more all the time. They're your companion. They're the person you come home to, you sleep with, you talk about life with, you go travel with, you do things with, uh, or you do nothing with, but it's with her. And so getting to know them, well, look, it's, I guess here's one advantage or antidote for that is when you're so far away, you're not going to be as likely to waste time. You know, you're there to find a wife. You're going to talk. You're going to get to know each other through words your philosophies, your beliefs, what you're looking for. And I think you can probably cut to the chase quicker that way, as long as, you know, they're honest. And, um, and, and that's, you know, 
otherwise you can just be together and enjoy being together and not really getting around to the hard part of finding out if uh, you should marry them or if they have any warts in their personality that you don't like. Well, of course they will. But that's that's okay. But I mean, those are the ones I can think of right away. The, the distance, her motives, not spending time together. What will other people think, for example? Am I a loser? Because I'm trying to find a wife overseas. That means I'm a loser because nobody wants me in my country. Well, you know what, uh, JD, I don't consider myself a loser. My wife doesn't consider me a loser. And uh, looking back, I'm glad that I was not able to find somebody because I really could have made bad choices because I was getting kind of desperate. Um, but I didn't. I, I waited and waited and I, I took the brown pill and it opened my eyes to other countries, other lands. And um, now I've been married for almost four years. And that's why I suggest to other people, before you give up, realize that, you know, that's a big world. A lot of people these days are looking to other countries to find wives. Those in the West are looking to the East, you know, because, um, you know, they want to, they realize having a, a spouse, having a wife, having a partner, a companion is a good thing. It's a very natural thing. And uh, rather than making yourself feel bad, I mean, making yourself feel good about things by taking the red pill and the black pill, which is going to end nowhere. It's a very negative pill. The brown pill means it can still happen. I'm going to try to do what other people have done. I'm going to go overseas. If they've done it, why can't I do it? Yeah, I think it's interesting um, when you mentioned about how some men are afraid that maybe a foreign wife just wants a better life with him. And, uh, of course, I think there's two sides to the coin. I mean, on the bad side, you do have sort of the scammers and the gold diggers, uh, which I write a lot about on my side, and you also talk about in your videos how to avoid them. But I think on the positive side, a woman does want a better life <clears throat> when she gets married. A, a good woman will want a better life. Like, that's a very natural thing. And I think guys tend to forget that probably a reason that they're looking for a wife is because they want a better life, too. It might, you know, it might it not go both ways. Yeah, it, it might not be necessarily in the same way that she's looking for. Like women may tend to look for more of the financial security and the security of a man who will be a good husband and father. And um, men might be looking for different things. But I think at the end of the day, if it's if it's a good relationship, you both will help each other to have a good life. Well, you'll complement each other, you know. Um, my wife, <clears throat> I often tell her, you know, and we talked about this before we got married, you know, you know, the woman is the, the wife is the helper. I need a helper. I really do. I'm not so proud that I have to say, I don't need anybody. You know, that's just, that's just nonsense. I mean, well, some people, I shouldn't say that some people can live without a wife. They're capable of that. They're made that way. They didn't choose to be that way. They just they just are. That's their disposition. That's the way God made them. Most people would be miserable going through life alone. And, you know, often today people are telling them, even in the church, well, you should just accept your fate. You have a bad attitude. Nobody will want you. You're desperate. Or, you know, just be like Paul. Be single. Single is great, even though they're married. You know, all these married people telling you how great it is to be single. You know, And then turning around and tell somebody else, man, I love being married. Well, you know, um, that's not right. So a woman that wants uh, some security is just being a woman. A man is going to want often a younger woman. He wants he wants somebody he's attracted to. You know, he wants the intimacy. Um, you know, that's very important to guys. And, you know, how 
I don't know. I just feel like I'm more blessed than, than my wife, you know. I, and I'm sure she would say, yeah, she's happy. She's She feels blessed. You know, I feel very blessed. You know, people would say, well, you're just getting used. You have a foreign wife. Well, that's their perception. I don't know what pill they're taking, but I'm very blessed, very happy, very content. You know, we're making, we're carving out our own niche in, in the world and, and how we do things and how we complement each other and what we need. And, and so we're happy, you know, it works for us. It works for a lot of people. And, um, you know, if, if you can provide someone a better life, you know, I think the problem is in the West, when we feel that it goes beyond a better life and it's, you know, divorcing you for everything you've got or half of what you've got, never being satisfied, nothing's ever enough or good enough. That's what people don't like. But my wife and other Filipinas I've I've noticed are not like that. They they just want, you know, as one person said, they just want a notch above. They'd be happy with a notch above where they are. They just want some security. And as a man, I should be proud that I can I can give that to her. You know, it just bothers me to no end how some guys feel like parting with their beloved money to their 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 foreign wife is a bad thing. They'll hide it from them. They won't tell them they have it. To me, they're can I say half-assing it? You know, in their relationship, they're not they're not fully invested. You know, they're just going to go as far as as they feel they they want to. And my life and my wife, I'm 100% invested in her. And it feels good to do that, you know, to just uh, be all in to her. And um, and that's that's kind of my approach in the channel. It's it's um, it's it's, I guess, all out, flat out, be a good husband. You know, um, that's just kind of my philosophy. And so I, I hope people can accept that it's working for me. I just take a lot of pride in being a husband. You know, I think I think it's a good thing. So many people today don't want to be married. They think it's great to be alone. And it might be great for a while, but eventually I think reality sets in. You start seeing other people happy with someone. And then it gets harder and harder to to accept, you know, being alone because it's just not natural. You know, and it's a big earth. There are women all over the world. If you think about it, it's just not logical to confine yourself to a tiny space like your state in the world when there's people all over the place, women dying to get married, dying to marry a foreigner. So why not you? And uh, if our listeners want to find out more about your channel, how can they find you on YouTube? It's called Love Beyond the Sea. Love Beyond the Sea because um, I found my, my wife beyond the sea. She found me beyond the sea. The first word love kind of ties into the relationship aspect um, and, uh, and how to find love, how to give love, how to receive love. You know, Love Beyond the Sea to help foreigners with, in my case, uh, Filipinas, because that's where my experience is. So if you just go to YouTube, you know, and um, hopefully I can continue to have this channel as long as possible. Um, I think it comes along at a good time because things are rough in the West right now. You know, I feel, hear people in you know, Europe, United States, everywhere saying the women here, they're intolerable, you know, you know, and well, okay, but there's more women out there. Maybe they need to take the brown pill and uh, invest in that. And then they'll be like me. 
uh, kind of oblivious to uh, what it's like to be single now because I, I'm just not single. I'm totally immersed in being married, and it's a good thing. But I still care about the people that have not found somebody. That's a big target of my channel is to help people find that love and then how to live in harmony with her. That's awesome. Uh, I want to thank you again for coming on the podcast. It's always good to have you. I think you always have a lot of um, good things to say and always an interesting conversation. Well, thanks, J.D. Um, and I, I wish you well with your your uh, blog because um, you're going to potentially help a lot of people. Not everybody wants to go to Asia to find a wife. Well, good news is they don't have to. They can take the brown pill and go anywhere else they want to. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. It's always a pleasure to have Bob on the podcast, and I love talking about international dating with him. If you want to find out more about his channel, some of the articles he's written on our blog, or his previous podcast episode, you'll find all that on the show notes at foreignwifehappylife.com slash episode 19. Our next episode might be coming a little late. Usually I try to air them on Monday, but it might be more like Tuesday or Wednesday because I'll be traveling. And I actually do an interview with someone on the team from the website ChristianFilipina.com, which is a website for Christian men interested in making connections with Christian women in the Philippines. It was a great episode to do, and if you're at all interested in the Philippines, you'll definitely want to check it out. Until then, I'm your host JD, and I'll see you guys then.